Joining me this morning via phone, Pat McElheron is the Director of Policy at the Badger Institute. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Good morning, Matt. So here's my first question for you. Um, I want to just give our listeners a refresher on who the Badger Institute is, besides, of course, you, Pat McElheron, and and what your mission is. (laughs) We're the... uh oldest uh, uh, free market think tank in Wisconsin, been around 36 years now, if I've got the count right. used to be called the Wisconsin Policy Research Institute, uh, but that name's kind of long and uh, uh, kind of tangles up with some other uh, uh, agency names. So we changed it to the Badger Institute uh, a couple of years back, and uh, we uh, were a bunch of old journalists who go and find the smartest uh, people to be found on this or that topic, hire them, and uh, get them to... um, uh, research things and write about the uh, findings. So we also have we also have an ongoing news operation on our website badgerinstitute.org, and uh, we've always got uh, at least a couple of new things each week, um, written by some some um, fantastic uh, people who uh, used to work for newspapers in Wisconsin and um, policy wonks, in, in other words, but in the in the most <laughs> loving sense, and and I mean we. You know, we need we need policy wonks to sort of guide us and, and really, I mean, I appreciate that um, what you do is you take perhaps something that, you know, a policy that may be more difficult for the, I don't know, you know, the, the general public to, to grasp and you make it more simple to understand. So, or you just make it simple, simplify it to make it easier for, uh, for for those of us to understand. So speaking of it's simple, uh, I know that you've recently written an article after doing research. And, and honestly, sometimes it doesn't even necessitate research because often uh, policy is a reflection of common sense. <laughs> I mean, at least that's ideally what you'd like. Uh, and you've written a, an article about how and why parents know best. It's sort of like wasn't there? Wasn't Father Knows Best? Wasn't there a show back in the fifties? <laughs> yes, and uh, well, and, and it started because um, uh, the, the assembly was debating a bill the other day, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, called the, the it's, it's nicknamed the Parents' Bill of Rights. Requires schools uh, to be transparent with families about a, a couple of things. Give parents a heads up if you're going to be teaching. Uh, um, Lessons about one of a couple of um, controversial topics, for instance, uh, or for instance, if a child asks to be called by different pronouns and a different name uh, at school, at least let the parents know, uh, because this is and it just makes sense. This is a sign, obviously, of uh, something pretty serious here. And the remarkable thing was how much pushback there was on the floor of the assembly. Um, and, and not to be too partisan about it, but it was Democrats who were, uh, who were opposing the idea that a school would have to inform parents if a child was taking this step and a school was cooperating with it in uh, 
uh, social transition, which is often the start of uh, a much more painful uh, hormone-involved, surgery-involved sort of transition from being a girl to a boy. If your daughter suddenly wants to be called uh, uh, Johnny instead, uh, that means there's something awry here. And you would think that parents, you would assume that parents would, uh, would need to know about that and be part of the solution. It's a, it's a fairly straightforward thing to ask schools to make sure to clue parents in. And yet we, we've been seeing these cases. It was fascinating last week alone. Just three cases uh, popped up in the news. There was a uh, family in Washington State uh, where their daughter had been sort of coaxed. You can read about it in uh, City Journal um, at the Manhattan New York Post. Uh, their daughter had been coaxed into uh, uh, using a boy's name. So Tia became Felix. But all the other schoolmates were informed they can't tell their parents. All the other staff were informed you can't let any parents know. Eventually, of course, these are this is a 10-year-old. Pat, I read uh, the story. It was horrifying. Well, and that's just it. These 10-year-olds leak, so somebody finds out and eventually gets back to mom. She goes to the teacher and says, what are you up to? And the teacher won't talk to her. The teacher starts doing this thing with the girl saying, are you safe? Do you need another home? Uh, obviously, the family reacted with appropriate horror uh, and was driven immediately to flee back to their native India. I mean, for pity's sake, that's the length parents will go to. That's the, the, the extent to which they think this is important. Uh, case in upstate New York, family had to sue because the school had for two years hidden the fact that they, had tra- they were transitioning the kid. Uh, father in New Jersey, same sort of thing. It was all in one week. It was just one week. Did uh, you see the one in sample. Montana as well? There was a family in Montana. One, you know, and that one's, that one's got twists and complications to it. But, I mean, at some point, why is the state involved in keeping these things secret from parents? It should not be. And it was it was telling that uh, Representative Dave Considine of uh, Baraboo, 29 years as a school teacher. Now he's in the state assembly here in Wisconsin. Uh, he said, we have this mantra. He says this on the floor of the assembly. We have this mantra that I hear all the time from across the aisle, the parents know best. That's wrong. Parents don't always know best. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. He's the same guy that said girls that have are, are on a team where a biological boy is playing, a biological boy with a mental disorder it thinks he's a girl and wants to play on a girl's team that Dave Considine believes that girls should just have to try harder. Which, Not surprised. Uh, uh, try harder how? Like getting testosterone injections of their own? I mean, come on. That's a, the, 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 All of this involves ignoring bits of human nature, that, uh, that boys and girls are different, physically different. Uh, curves overlap, but by and large, there is a, a, a notable difference between them in physical strength, which matters when it comes to teams, for instance. It matters when it comes to whether a teammate is able to spike the volleyball hard enough to start injuring girls, like was happening at, uh, what was it, Green Bay Southwest High yes. School uh, last mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there, it ignores the reality that parents are, in fact, the foremost and most reliable guardians of their children's interests. Not a school, not a teacher who is convinced, for instance, may be convinced that this is the way to change the world, to uh, uh, drag children away from their parents' beliefs. 
which uh, that teacher may find those beliefs outmoded or medieval. Yeah, that's fine. The kids are part of a family. They are not the, the property of the state. They're certainly not the property of a teacher who's waging some sort of a uh, cultural revolution here. Uh, it was fascinating. Senator uh, uh, Rep. Robin Binding of Wauwatosa said, this is one more culture war, she said. Uh, yet another culture war, a direct attack on Wisconsin's public schools. Okay, it is a culture war, but who's attacking whom? I mean, when did our expectations about uh, about whether girls can become boys change? And did, was there a memo? Was there a vote? Uh, there was not. This is an imposition by a a particular vanguard on parents. And that's where the rubber is meaning the road, that the parents are being told, no, you don't have to be informed when your child is showing signs of something very disturbing because they're being told you're not supposed to see it as disturbing. Well, parents do. Well, you know, Pat, sorry to interrupt for just a minute. uh I mean, because, uh, you know, I guess what begs the question with these Democrats that don't think parents should be informed if their children suddenly decide to become the opposite sex. I mean, so what in what other instances shouldn't parents be informed if they determine that the, the child has been using drugs, if the, if the child's grades are, are poor or they're, they're, uh, they're not uh, attending class or they're skipping school or they are showing some, they're exhibiting other signs of mental illness? I mean, how far are Democrats willing to take this where they don't want to inform parents about anything anymore? You know, and, and, and you'll get pushback uh, saying, well, schools shouldn't have to tell parents uh, who don't know best if their parents are abusing the children. All right, all right. Picking an outlier here. Um, yes, it is as a matter of strict literal truth. Not all parents know best all the time. There are some bad parents. But our default, our assumption is that parents are the ones who are the chief guardians of children's interests. I mean, that's that's where you, you start with your assumption. And the assumption that's being encapsulated here in this opposition to this bill is that it is an assumption that parents don't know best because parents are don't have advanced enough uh, uh, degrees or social attitudes, which is goofy, which is corrosive of any kind of trust between parents and schools. So we've run out of time, Pat. I mean, we could go on and on about this topic. And in fact, I think we we should revisit it because I'm I believe that it's probably going to be ongoing. I see the assembly passed this bill, sixty two to thirty five, Assembly Bill five ten, the Parents' Bill of Rights. Uh, I would imagine it'll pass if it hasn't already in the Senate. But then, of course, we can we can expect that Governor Tony Evers will veto it and. And, and, and tell parents here in Wisconsin that their children are not safe in the public schools because teachers know best, evidently. That's the, that's the mentality of, of Democrats at this point. And, you know, a stranger who has no vested interest in uh, the, the uh, child it knows better than the parents themselves. It's, inf- it's very frustrating. Pat McElheron, thanks for joining me this morning. Let's, uh, re- let's uh, reconnect and get you back on the show, and we'll continue this conversation. Thanks, Meg. Have a great day. BadgerInstitute.com. You can go out uh, there for more information on their website. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News. 
the news station, AM 550, FM 99.9, WSAU.